Well, hello. <sighs> Hi, everyone, and welcome back to the Apathetic Alpha. I um, am doing my best to pull myself out of a a uh, burnout, burnout mode, ADHD paralysis, whatever you want to call it. Um, going on day two-ish, three-ish on it. I know Monday was a fairly productive day. Um, but today has been rough. Yesterday was rough. Um, but I think it's important, you know, if, if you're seeing this, you're seeing me in my full burnout glory, um, I don't even know if this is going to sound good because somebody's doing yard work outside and the air conditioner unit's on like right outside, so... I don't know. I don't even know what I'm doing. I do know that my feelings are valid. I do know that it's okay to feel this way. But I also know I need to push through it. Not power through it, but I need to push through it for myself, for my kids, my husband's just for overall quality of life. Um, but it has not been easy lately. Um, if you follow me on my stories or on Instagram and Facebook, then you saw my stories a few days ago that I received some new information about some of the trauma I went through as a teen. And through talking with a family member, I realized that some of the things that happened to me as a kid um, weren't normal. And it's really um, weird at 38 years old to realize those things now. <laughs> um, and it all it all, the, the conversation, how it even started was just talking about how Ellis was playing with some neighborhood kids. And, and through that, you know, I, I, I was very triggered by something that happened and it was, it was innocent. And I know the kid didn't mean anything by it, but it, it truly, it shook me. And um, once I was talking things through with Jimmy, I was just sobbing and sobbing and sobbing. And so later I was telling this family member about the whole situation and how, you know, Jimmy had calmed me down and, you know, I realized 
why I was so triggered by it was because of what happened in my childhood. And even, even when I was talking it through with Jimmy, I didn't realize, um, how wrong it was, the things that happened to me, not Ellis, until I was talking to this family member and I saw their eyes like widen and that's when it kind of clicked like, oh, that wasn't normal. And when those things stopped in my childhood, there were other things that began, other things that progressed and those things I knew weren't normal, but putting the two together, <laughs> you know, there's a whole lot of my childhood and memories that are very scrambled things that I've blocked out, um, or thought I'd worked through. Um, but once you have kids, it, it starts to bring things back, even when you don't realize it. Um, and so upon realizing all of these things, it was, I mean, it just, it, it broke my heart all over again. I was suddenly a teenager again, a young teenager. And not only that, um, I found out that when these things were going on, there was another family member that knew about it and never said anything. And whenever it all came to light, this person's reasoning, I found out for not um, saying anything was, well, they quoted a, a Bible verse and I don't remember the verse. I don't care to know it because I think that's a disgusting way to um, I'm trying to use my words carefully and I know I'm being very vague, but that's because um, one for my kids to um, out of respect for my mom. Um, but Anyways, what I was saying is to use the Bible or a verse to justify not saying anything about abuse, sexual abuse. Um, I thought I had religious trauma. <laughs> that took it to a whole new level. So thanks for that. Um, and I can't even say anything to this person because they're not even alive anymore. So, um, but anyways, I'm having a hard time even making eye contact with the camera. I think that's the autism. <laughs> even though I, I know it, it's like, I know that at some point somebody's going to be on the other side and I, I can already feel someone peering into my soul.
Um, so, yeah, I, I realize this is not, I don't know, is this a normal episode? I guess so. That's the whole point of this podcast is to be real about these things and how they affect you later in life and how they affect how you treat your kids. Um, literally just a couple of days ago, um, I was outside with the boys and there was some other neighborhood boys down there playing and, um, one of them hit Arlo and I mean, I, you know, Arlo hit the other kid back and screamed at the kid and went inside and was like, why did you hit him? Like, why would you do that? You know, and it wasn't until way late, you know, the kid just shrugged his shoulders. I was like, I don't know. And it wasn't until way later that I found out why. Um, and then of course, talking things through with his, his mom, because at first it, it, you know, the interaction and it was all through text, which is never a good idea, but it was late. Um, you know, it, the interaction was kind of not getting heated. Well, I was getting a little heated. There was, there was some back and forth, but we are friends. And so I know we were all trying to do our best to not say, say anything that we regret because in the end it's, we want the best for our kids and we want safety for our kids and we all want to be able to hang out and all of this stuff. And, you know, I realized through talking to her that I didn't, even though I thought I was allowing her son the space and the freedom to express his feelings and, and give me the reasoning behind his actions, I, I wasn't. And he got nervous and he was scared to, to tell me the truth. And the truth was it was, it was purely an accident. Um, and it broke my heart that I made him feel that way because again, I was like, that's how I felt as a child. I was always so scared to talk about how I felt or about how the adults in my life made me feel. Because when I was talking through things with this family member, um, they were like, well, why didn't you say anything? Why didn't you ever, why didn't you tell me? And it was like, I didn't know I could. I, I, I mean, what kid goes and talks about how they don't like the way they're being disciplined? I mean, you should just get in more trouble. And I know I would have. I really believe I would have. Um, and so it just, it broke my heart all over again, realizing that I was doing to this child. And I'm sure I know at times to my own kids exactly what had been done to me and it's everything I try not to do. But I think because of 
the way I grew up. I get extra sensitive to things and overly aggressive. And even though I think I'm pausing and reflecting and trying to give everyone the opportunity to express their emotions in a non-judgmental space. I have a lot of work to do in that department. And even in my marriage, like I do the same thing to my husband and I, I really didn't fully realize that. So I'm grateful for, you know, my friend and neighbor saying the things that she said. I'm, I'm great. I'm, I'm so grateful and glad that her son was able to tell her how I made him feel so that I can do my absolute best to never make him or any other child, including my own, feel that way. I don't ever want anyone to feel the way I felt growing up and I don't want to be the one inflicting it. So that's kind of where I'm at right now. <laughs> um, it's just trying to work through all of that and also work through this burnout that I've been in and I'm tired, I'm tired, like, but I shouldn't be, you know, but I am, I don't know. I guess I just wanted to be honest and show how I feel. And for those that don't watch the video, Hopefully my, my tone <laughs> comes across as somber as I feel inside, you know, but life doesn't stop. Even in the midst of working through all of these things, I have to carry on and You know, my kids have been on screens all day. I'm not even ashamed to admit that because I didn't have the strength or the patience or capability, honestly, to get down on the floor and play cars or Play-Doh or work through math problems. Um, just too much today and I even got a comment because I posted a picture of myself the picture that was taken a week and a half ago and they're like oh you're so effortlessly beautiful which by the way thank you but no <laughs> um, makeup and filters and Lighting, well, maybe not filter. I don't even know if it did filter. I don't think I had any filters on, but still good lighting. Learning how to uh, adjust the brightness 
and tone of a picture. So I guess technically maybe that's a filter. I don't know. Um, I, I don't know. I guess it's, I'm trying to think of <laughs> the right words to say. My kids are in there giggling. I do hope the video picked up on that because it was adorable. But I'm going to go and do what I feel is best for me right now. And that is to get myself cleaned up, do some meditating, um, try to get outside, try to eat, um, spend some non-screen time with my kids if possible. If not, cuddle and watch a movie. Um, so I get that this is, you know, not, I don't know, the most, um, constructive or, I don't know, planned out episode. Who knows if I'll even post it because honestly, the sound quality could be garbage. And <laughs> either way, I do hope everyone realizes that it's okay to have these days. And, um, it's okay to be tired. Not everything has to be perfectly curated. Not everything has to be happy. Um, I know that at some point and maybe even later on, I may add in some of the uh, details of what I've gone through. It's just difficult. Um, I don't want to tear families apart. I don't. Um, I don't want to hurt my mom, but I do want this person to be held accountable. I want them to realize how long lasting the pain has been um, because of their decisions and their choices. <clears throat> I want the church to realize the pain it caused whenever they told me that I needed to not talk about it and I needed to act like everything was fine. Um, and, and, and that's all very real. That's all very much true. Um, that I was told not to say anything. Um, <clears throat> and so 
I want the church held accountable. Because I'm hardly the only one. And I think the other thing holding me back from giving more details is also like, I, I always fight the urge of, well, other people have had it way worse. Other people were abused way worse. Their trauma was way worse. Um, and, and it's true, <laughs> but it also doesn't take away from how I feel. Um, and how it's affected me my entire life and affects my relationships and my marriage and how I treat my children and how I treat my children's friends now. Like it's such a ripple effect. And while trying to heal and reparent myself and break these cycles, I'm also having to undo damage that I've already done to especially to my oldest child and it's hard it's really hard to i don't know to work through those things but anyways i think i think that's enough for now i know this is a short one but I, I truly am so tired. So I'm going to go and attempt to do all those things I said I was going to do. And yeah. So I know I didn't start out the podcast with a deep breath, but we'll end with a deep breath. <sighs> I don't feel okay right now, but I know that I will feel okay soon. Hopefully. <laughs> and if you don't feel okay right now, that's okay. You will, you, you will at some point. So I guess until we meet again. Yeah. I'll chat soon, friends. Thanks for watching.